Hello and welcome. You're listening to Then Again, What Do We Know? A podcast that's all about exploring the human experience from an unofficial point of view. Your hosts are Mer Monson and Brianne Griebel, that's me, and we hope you'll sit back, relax, and just ponder what we're talking about. As we explore new ways of looking at life, we're hoping that you will do the same. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Then Again, What Do We Know? I am Brianne Griebel. With me, as always, is my partner in podcast. Hi, Mer. Hey. Mer Monson. <laughs> That's your full name. It's a wonky start. We're going to go with it. This is a take two or three. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, <laughs> but I'm not trying very hard. <laughs> yeah, we got some technical difficulties, and uh, we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> I'm Sounds like, good. this one will work. What's the name of our podcast? Who am I talking to? What's happening? Here we are. Uh, we're just going to assume this one's working. Um, so Murr and I were uh, doing our pre-record chat session, and we thought we would talk about overwhelm today, um, just because both of us have kind of had, I don't know, one of those weeks where there's just a, there could be just a lot, um, a lot happening, a lot going on in our worlds, and... I think, you know, when you're in it, but you're not swallowed by it, it's a great time to look at it personally. <laughs> so if you're gamer. Yeah, it's always fun to explore whatever's like in your face. If you, yeah. if it's not all in your face, yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's just 90% in your face or something like that. Yeah. We were also talking about how um, now we're like, what, episode nine. So we're nine of these in and we've been listening back to the original recordings and it's we're always looking at stuff through a, a, a topic, through a lens, but it is interesting that we're always kind of saying the same thing in a different way. <laughs> so if you've listened to several episodes and you're like, aren't they always talking about the same thing? Yes. Yes, we are. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. But it's such a good, and the reason I'm saying this is because I'm in the middle uh, of a lot of stuff. Um, uh, and I won't go into the details, but if you've listened to other episodes, my mom has um, dementia and it's been a real, real rough week with her for and just a lot of extra things going on in the home that she's at right now and caring for her and medication switches and all this stuff. Um, another family member is having some health stuff. Um, I'm going to be moving shortly. So like, it's just a lot. Um, and so, and Mer has also got some stuff going on, but that one thing that it always seems like we talk about is the thing that is like, I can be in the middle of this and because I know something other than the chaos, it keeps me grounded. That doesn't mean I'm always feeling great. doesn't mean like I'm always feeling on my game. doesn't um, not feel chaotic, but I can be grounded in the chaos. And so that's kind of why we talk about this one thing like this, what is there other than the chaos? What is there beyond our thinking of things? What is there beyond all of that stuff? And having some sense of that, what is beyond that or before it is the thing that keeps you sane while you're in the middle of a whole bunch of what might otherwise be overwhelming stuff. Um, and like I said, I'm really in the middle of it. So I thought, let's dive in. <laughs> yeah. And that there's something about, uh, glimpsing what's beneath and beyond and before whatever it is you're in today it's overwhelm and chaos that 
like you said, it doesn't take it away, but it, another way of describing that for me would be that I'm, I'm less afraid mm-hmm. of being in it. And so, mm-hmm. so it changes it fundamentally that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the fear component dissolves. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you think, is that it that, so the thing that makes us actually like, cause I'm sitting here thinking about all of the things that are going on in my sphere <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that is a lot, isn't it? Um, and I've had people comment to me of like, wow, you're handling things so well. And it, it doesn't occur to me that I'm handling it all. I'm just like rolling with it. Neither good nor bad. Just like, oh, okay, this is the thing I'm doing now. Okay. That's the thing I'm doing now. That's okay. Um, what do you think it is? Is it fear that makes us look at our situations or our circumstances and have that feeling of what we call overwhelm? Like hmm. what, what is that about? Because that, like, the word overwhelm, even the word to me just has weight to it. Yeah. Uh, well, some of the words that come to my mind when I think about what that feels like are panic, panicky, mm-hmm. a little bit, like I can't, I can't breathe, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I and I mean like that could that could be a full blown panic attack, but it's also just this this feeling under the surface of I just can't calm down, I just mm-hmm. can't take mm-hmm. a breath, I can't, I can't even see clearly, you know, and it's and part of it seems to be just an amount and a pace that's going through my brain. So is it fear? Well, yeah. I mean, fear, I can't manage it. I can't do it. I can't get out of it. I can't. But I mean, I mean, fundamental to this question is where does overwhelm come from, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, is, is it coming at us from what's happening or is it just a description of where our mind's at? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to remember years ago, I heard this comedian had this joke that I'll destroy as per my thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and I, it's not even going to be all that funny as I repeat it. But I just remember him saying something of like, uh, you know what? Nobody goes around just saying that they're whelmed. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> That's the only, this only bit I remember. He said something along like, "Everybody's overwhelmed. Nobody's just I'm whelmed. How you feeling? Whelm? <laughs> what does that word even mean? Do you know where it comes? It's from? funny. As I was recalling that joke, I just looked it up. Uh, whelm um, can be a verb, which is to engulf, submerge, or bury. Um, or it could be a noun, an act or instance of flowing or heaping up abundantly, a surge. Um, <laughs> overwhelm. Yeah. overwhelm is bury or drown beneath a huge mass. Well, so I, I guess that kind of explains that, that the feeling. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, yeah, definitely. And that begs, you know, it points to, to my question. Are we buried in thought or are we buried in stuff? Yeah, it's stuff it to do. Overwhelm, bury or drown beneath a huge mass. The question is, what is the mass? That that's and that's what the feeling is, and that's why I said it. The word feels heavy. It it feels like it has weight to it. So if we're 
if it feels like we're we're buried we're drowning underneath a, a huge mass what's what actually is the math it's in the mass it's interesting that we just go with the feeling and talk about the feeling and then um you know it becomes more it feels more and more solid i'm overwhelmed oh my god i'm overwhelmed there's so much going on there's so much chaos but it's like but what is the mass is it a list of things that you need to do but how does that actually have weight because it's not a mass it is it is it is not subject to gravity as far as i'm aware a list of things to do <laughs> as far as i'm aware does not actually have a mass a list of circumstances and situations does not actually have a mass and yet we all i think know the feeling of looking at a list of things to do or looking at our situation and feeling like it does. That's pretty fascinating, isn't it? It is. And that's, that's, that's what I'm all about is like, I love looking at that stuff and go, but why does it? I, I can tell it does. I'm not saying it doesn't. I know the feeling of overwhelm quite well. Um, so it's not like I don't, I've never felt it. Um, but it's so interesting. What is that feeling? Why does a list of things that we need to do, why can that feel like it's a weight sitting on our chest? One thing I'm thinking about are the times when, <laughs> the times when like I have no list and mm. I still feel that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a, a lengthy list and I don't. And I'm moving mm-hmm. and I'm grooving and I'm getting it done and it's fun. And, you know, so mm-hmm. that that's a clue <laughs> for starters. Yeah. It's almost like if you, if you can look directly at that, that, wait a minute, what is this feeling? Like, what is this? If you can look at it and start to get it, catch on to the, holy crap, there isn't actually anything there it starts to give itself up. It's almost like there's a trickster in your head that it's still there, but you're catching on. Wait a minute. How is it possible for you to do anything to me? You're just a voice in my head. (laughs) It makes the drama of it go poof. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm in that space, like, I'm just living in the drama of it. Like, oh my gosh, I have so mm. much to do and it's so hard and I'm never going to get it done and I just need a break. And, you know, and I'm just, it's like I'm stirring the pot, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm stoking the fire of it. Yeah. And, and there, there has to come, there seems to have to come a moment of when you see it's, it's nothing, it's not solid and it's smoke. I mean, like there are times when, I totally am on to myself like, oh, yeah, you're just playing the drama thing. But you know, you know that there's nothing solid there. You know that this is the state of your mind, not the state of your life. Yeah. And God, it's so funny that, um, was it last night? Yeah, it was just yesterday. Um, This is so interesting. Last night, um, I came back from... Um, I go and see my mom twice a day. And it, so it was after my first visit with her and it was, it was a rough day. Uh, lots going on, lots of chaos. And I came home and it was late afternoon 
and I just sat next to my husband. He's like, how you doing? <laughs> I just look at him and I go, I'm both kinds of tired. He's like, what? It's like, I am sleepy tired and I am soul tired. And I meant it. Like in that moment, I'm just like, I did, I, I, overwhelm might not quite be the right word, but I just felt heavy. I just, I was like, I got nothing. And then I got a phone call about the health problems of my, my other relative. And I was basically, I had to go stay with them the entire night. And it was just so funny that it never occurred to me to take what I just said, like five minutes earlier into account. I'm like, it was just like, oh, okay, guess I got to do that now. All right. Okay. Let me pack a bag. Got to go stay with them. All right. Just, and it wasn't like a, oh God, I'm so tired. And now I have to go do this. Oh, it's, I never realized that until just now that like, I really meant like, I was so tired. I was beat. My heart was heavy. My soul was heavy and my eyes were heavy. <laughs> and then there was just one more thing to do. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, so beneath- it's interesting that overwhelm didn't come into it. I didn't go, well, crap, here's one more thing to add to my list. No, I, I, don't get me wrong. Another day it might have, but it's so interesting that if it, if that feeling really had anything to do with the number of tasks I had to do, where I needed to be, how I needed to divide my time, that should have impacted how I felt more. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like uh, the word overwhelm can can point to that sense of what I'm calling drama, but that, that making up a story mm-hmm. about what's happening or what there is to do. Mm-hmm. And, and when you, when you notice that oh, it's actually not helpful <laughs> to do that and beneath it, we are able to do what is in front of us. We have what we need to do what is right in front of us, regardless of 10 minutes ago or 20 minutes ago or five seconds ago, as you just described. Mm-hmm. Like life life has our back in that way. So like what if? I mean, what if we don't actually need to, to take on the drama of having a story about having a lot to do? Mm-hmm. Or about, or even about like how intense those things are or. Yeah. Or how intense you're experiencing them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it also occurs to me like along with the, um, like, oh, okay. I, I have to go, you know, spend the night over there. Okay. It also was like, okay, well, I got to shift my schedule around cause I can't do that tonight. And I'm not gonna have time to do that in the morning. Cause I have to be driving back and. Like it wasn't, it wasn't also like just throw one more thing on the the fire. It was like, okay, let me rearrange. And like having no either guilt or, um, you know, cause it, I, you and I had to reschedule this call and, um, you know, I had to move another appointment around and I had to change like some other work things. And it was just like, okay, it wasn't like, you know, there was also not just like a, we have a capacity to just keep doing more and more and more and more <laughs> um, until, you know, we die. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, once you see this, you'll just do things forever and have – no, it's just also when you're not caught up in the drama, like you say, I like that. When you're not caught up in the drama, you just it, – it, it's just things to do or not do. It's just <laughs> – you just you make it work, I guess is what I'm trying to say. 
it's not a big deal. And not to say that I haven't made it a big deal and probably will again, but it's interesting that I'm in the middle of a lot of stuff. And at least right now, as always, talk to me in another hour. I could change my mind. But right now, like, it's, yep, that's just the stuff that's got to get done. It's not a big deal. There is no mass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of curious about why we do make up the the drama around it. You know, why we carry it around like a bright backpack on our shoulder and whine about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like I, I know, I know like that tune too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like over the weekend, I ended up in the, the hospital with a loved one for a chunk of time. And man, I had a lot of drama going on in my head about it. I mean, a lot. And yet I noticed that I was able to show up and do what was needed and take care of it, you know, despite the drama, despite a raging headache that day, despite, you know, even even with all that, I was able to show up and respond to life and and carry on. Mm-hmm. But it's it's much clearer to me in this moment that I that that wasn't necessary. And yet it was OK that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> like there's no right way to be with overwhelm. We're just like taking a second look at what it actually is. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's an interesting question. Like, so why do, why do we get overwhelmed in the first place? Like, why do we take it upon ourselves to spin these stories about where we are and what's happening? And um, it's a good question to me. Like, Ultimately, I don't know why we do that, but it's like, because we just don't know better. It makes sense to us. Yeah, I like, must think and, it's helpful in some way. Yeah, we think it's helpful or or we just don't question it or look at it. It's just we, we our, our minds, for whatever reason, and this is the part I don't really know why it does this, but our, our, our minds kind of give us a first draft of a story and we don't bother go back and look at it. <laughs> and we just take it like, it's like a news report that just comes in and we don't bother going like, wait, is that, is that actual reporting? Or was that just somebody in a bar heard the story second hand is telling it to you and now you're like, oh shit, that's serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the drunk guy in her head. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why. <laughs> why do we do that? We have a drunk guy. Usually he's an asshole um, in our Let's heads. Give him a name. <laughs> uh, drunk George. <laughs> Works for me. Make up your own. <laughs> and of course yeah. it's a guy. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh. So um, to bring us back bring us back <laughs> i just i wanted to make a little bit of a left turn like okay let's let's go i thought i thought it might be fun to like take to take a a closer look at those spaces in time where there is a lot of movement in our life or there are a lot of things on our plate and yet we don't we're not in that feeling of overwhelm mhm and and what what is what is that about? And, you know, what allows us to do that? 
because I definitely haven't been there <laughs> for the last few weeks. And I, I would I would love to see more about that. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing it occurs to me to say is that life knows how to life. Um, yeah, like life knows how to life. Life does all the heavy lifting. I think we've said that before in a previous episode of we have preferences and opinions about how much needs to get done to what quality or degree in a specific amount of time. And then we compare that to life, like what's actually happening. And then we have all kinds of thoughts and opinions about that. Meanwhile, life just keeps on lifing. And if you can get a sense of what that means, you understand your preferences and opinions about how things are going, how you're, how you're doing with it all are kind of irrelevant. I mean, you're going to have them. But how you think life is going is irrelevant. It has nothing to do with how, how life actually goes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I think that's amazing. Like, it's really good to know, like, and I don't, like, life is the word I use often. Um, I don't, I'm fine with the word God. Personally, I don't care about the word God. I think the word tends to have a lot of baggage um, and a whole lot of extra stuff added on top of it that I think can get in the way of you actually seeing what I'm, what, what this is, what, what I'm talking about. Um, but that there is something else that is not you, not even a little bit you that takes care of everything. And by take care, I don't mean does good by us. I don't mean or, is kind. Or, or even according to your preferences. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that at yeah. all. But that just does life. Like it does everything. And the worst thing that happens, and I'm pretty sure we said this in another episode, is that you have thoughts and feelings about it all. Like that's the worst thing that happens to you is that you don't like it. As far as I've seen anyway. Like that's the worst thing that's going to happen. Like the worst thing that's going to happen to me is I'm going to have feelings. And some of them, don't get me wrong, I'm not like trying to belittle that because those feelings can be really damn intense. Like overwhelmed absolutely can lead to panic attacks. And I don't know of anybody who enjoys those. <laughs> um, but even that, like if you really slow down and look at it, life takes care of that too. So long as you don't keep listening to the voice in your head. Now, I really wish I knew exactly how to do that. Because I don't. <laughs> but to me, the only thing that occurs to me to say is, is when you see something truer than the voice in your head, then it takes care of itself. Mm, yeah. You know, it's interesting to listen to you talk about the word God because, I mean, I... I grew up and I'm still engaged in, in a very um, prevalent religious family and community in life. Mm -hmm. And, and what's happened for me is that my, my understanding of God, how God looks to me, I mean, has, it's just expanded and expanded and expanded and expanded. I mean, it's this, it's this repetitive experience of, oh, that's God. 
Oh, that's mm. God. Oh, that's God too. Oh, God's doing that too. Mm. You know, and it's, so it's, it's just kind of beautiful to see that you, you can glimpse this from anywhere, from any yeah. set of words, from any box, from any context, context, because it's what's true before all of those boxes and all of those contexts, that yeah. there is something that is moving life. Yeah, and it is interesting. Moving us. If we're going to um, segue from talking about overwhelm to God, you know, as will happen. <laughs> <laughs> How much time do we have left? <laughs> <laughs> However, like, listen, Mer, we get to make the rules on this. <laughs> However yes. long we want that. Isn't that cool? Um, what I love about what we do is that there's nothing to argue with like if somebody wants to argue with you and I on this I'm not going to argue back because the only thing I think has happened is like oh we just have a misunderstanding about what words mean like you have a different definition of words than I do, or you have a different context or a different meaning. That's fine. Let's use some different words or, or, you know, different metaphors or different whatever. Cause there is an underlying undisputable truth to life. Words are disputable. Opinions are disputable. Even facts are disputable in my mind. We've all had the experience, like, especially in, you know, today's, age where somebody has a a particular opinion on something and they've got a list of all these scientific papers and fact checking and then somebody else can have an exact opposite opinion and have somebody else saying different facts and you know it's (laughs) um yeah but there is an underlying truth to life that is it's just a singular thing that We've spent nine episodes trying to point to. Well, you know, and Brian, it's it's cracking me up in this moment because I'm realizing, you know, we're trying to point to this and invite people to look and, you know, in a in a whole bunch of different ways to something that is beyond the world of thoughts and ideas and opinions. And yet all we have to use are words and thoughts, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, it's it's almost maddening. I mean, it's kind of fun, but once in a while it feels yeah. maddening because, because and, until you see that there is something beyond the world of ideas and concepts, then we sound insane. Yeah, and, and, and it can only look to you like like a battle of words and ideas. Yeah. And to be fair, if you are someone who has heard us say that a few times of like, until you see this for yourself, and if it's, and if that's driving you mad, I get it. <laughs> until you, okay, but how do I see it for myself? Like, you're just going to have to trust this, that that's honestly what we're trying to do in each and every episode. The only way I personally know to how, how to help somebody else see this for themselves is to talk about it in the only way I know how, the way I currently see it. And it's not, so look at my words, and Mur, I think you would agree with me. It's like, don't listen to exactly what I'm saying. I'm using words to point to something. 
and I know Michael Neal uses that. He's somebody you and I have learned from a lot. Um, we we're we're using the words to try to unveil the truth, to try to like take off some of the 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 layers that are uncovering it. But you have to look for yourself, and in that you're going to find your own language and your own metaphors and your own visions and your own way of understanding it for you. But that's that's yeah. what that's, until you see it for yourself. it's just, can you get a sense of what we're saying? Even if it doesn't quite make sense. Is there a, is there a a taste? (laughs) It's like, we're, we're not saying, look at this. We're saying, look in this direction. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Are we still talking about overwhelm? Like, listen, don't get overwhelmed uh, by trying to understand us. <laughs> and, oh, the other thing that I was that I wanted to say is, yeah. When in my in my experience of of glimpsing this for, and and it's funny to me, because I mean, I grew up in a in a intensely religious house and community, and and when. sometimes it baffles me that I grew up all these years in it and didn't see beyond it to what it was pointing to. Mm. I mean, I definitely, I definitely, oh, I'm getting in over, I'm overwhelmed. I'm getting in over my head here. I don't have the words, but, um, what are the words? Yeah, well, I lost it. <laughs> so never mind. Well, but the, the, yeah. the thing I did want to say related to it <laughs> was that um, what I what I notice when I see others or clients begin to see this, and when I see it in in chunks for myself, is it's not like I'm seeing something new. It's like I'm oh that. Oh, that's what you're talking about. It's it's a familiarity mm. that is really beautiful. It's it's a realization of something that somewhere inside of us we already know. It's not like I'm teaching you a math equation you have never learned before. Mm. So sometimes that can be helpful to someone who's, you know, wanting to look in this direction, to recognize that you're you're not trying to climb a mountain you've never been on before you're just waking up to something that you actually do know somewhere in there. Mm. Yeah. I think we can try too hard. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, um, ironically that me too. Yeah. Yeah. We can try way too hard because you know, and there's always more, like every time I'm like, oh yeah, now I see it. And then like time will pass and I'm like, oh, I thought I really saw it. Now I see it. <laughs> and then time will pass right. like, no, well, yep, no, no, now, I, now, now I see it. Um, but I do look back at some of the other things um, that I was listening to and reading and going, oh, I think I, I think I thought I knew what they were talking about there, but I was trying so hard to get it. Like I remember the first time I read Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. Or Tolle, however you say his name. 
and it was all intellectual. I'm like, yeah, that sounds real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, and then there I would seems kind of to be. Yeah. Yeah. There seems to be infinite layers of getting it. Yeah. You know, there's always another, like, I, I mean, I read stuff that I wrote myself 10 <laughs> plus years ago. And I'm like, what? I saw this back then. Yeah. You know, and in some aspect I did, but it doesn't look anything like what I see now. Yeah. You know, I see it in a completely different way now, or at least, at least um, on a deeper level. Yeah. So somehow we need to circle this back around to overwhelm. <laughs> Do we have to though, Mer? Well, we I guess that's true. <laughs> Here, the, the title of this podcast. I want to tie it up with a bow, Brianne. <laughs> the title of this podcast is about overwhelm and God and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Works for me. Well, but okay. No, actually, it, the, the thought pops into my head to actually circle back. Um, yeah. It is that that second glance, third glance, fourth glance. 2000th glance at the thing that you thought you understood before, including something like overwhelm that I think keeps unveiling, you know, it keeps getting rid of stuff that isn't truth, right? It's just that most of us don't ever take a second glance or a third glance or a 2000th glance. <laughs> and that's really, it's like when you can take another glance at overwhelm, or third glance, or for like, if you just kind of look at it, or in in the, or sit with it, or get curious about it, or there's not anything really there except a feeling. I'm not saying the feeling mm -hmm. isn't there. I'm not saying the feeling isn't true. It's just anything you've told yourself about the feeling. Yeah, I would I'd get curious about that. Yeah, I I, I love what you just pointed to that. That when we see something with new eyes, it's not that we're getting somewhere. It's that something that's not true has fallen away. Like the truth is always there. Yeah. You know, that, that ground we're talking about that's always there beneath, beneath us, wherever our mind happens to be. Or our feelings, that that's, that's always there. And, and the more falls away, the, you know, the easier it is to see it. <laughs> yeah. Or the more you just see all the stuff that's in its way for what it is, which is not solid, just like overwhelm. It's not a solid thing. Yeah. How's that for a bow? Nice. <laughs> you, cool. Well, you then get we'll just a, end right you get a star there. on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we'll wrap cool. it up. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast episode, please do share it. We would really appreciate that. Also, feel free to leave us a comment or review wherever you may be listening to this. We would love to hear from you. You can listen to more episodes and get extra notes at briangrebel.com slash then again. You should also check out Mer's website and learn more about her at mermonson.com. That is it for this episode. Until next time, take care. Take care.